evening, good evening, good evening everybody. Welcome to my radio show tonight, Journey with Stephanie. I am your host, Stephanie Gerard. How's everybody doing tonight? Well, here we are. It is Tuesday, November 16, 2021. And my goodness, what a roller coaster we have been on energy-wise. I don't know what everyone else is experiencing right now out in the world, but it's been real interesting and real colorful, to say the least. So I'm just super excited for tonight's program. We will be bringing on my guest, Miss Jordan Gray. She is another energy healer out in the world. Very interesting young lady. But first, I would like to say hello to my producer, Garrett. Good evening, hello. Garrett. How are you? I'm doing great. Hi. It's been a long time since your last show, so I'm excited that you're here live with another fantastic guest tonight. Yes, it's been a while. It's been a while. We've had a a couple of uh, little things happen along the way, this thing called life, and sometimes life brings us some hiccups, and then we get to make some great stuff out of it. So interesting, interesting. I'm super happy that we are here. Well, I'm very happy that we're here, too. I know Jordan will be calling in in just a little bit. So um, what's been happening up in the great state of Alaska since we've last spoke? Oh, well, goodness. Um, I'll tell you, it was dry as a bone for a while. And I thought, well, golly, we're into November and we haven't hit winter. And then last Wednesday, you know, be careful what you wish for. Right. So we received probably three feet of snow the first night. Yes. And then we received a couple of another foot or two of snow the next night. And so here, here I am. (laughs) So we are deep into winter and um, it's really pretty. (laughs) It's really cold. Um, A couple of, when was it? Sunday. Sunday, our daytime high was either zero or two. Now, listen, we went from 20 something degrees, 30 something degrees down to zero. And it's like, Okay, well, it's pretty to look at, but we didn't have any, um, you know, adaptation time other than, other than got the snow tires on just in time. I was going to say that is just in time. Holy guacamole. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, so we're deep into winter. Today was beautiful. It was blue sky sunshine. That's the best time to get outside when the weather is like this. It's so pretty, but it's so cold. Oh, my gosh. But then here's the kicker. So, you know, you look outside and it's like, oh, I got to get on my boots and my big coat and my gloves. And then wherever you go to, whether it's the store, I don't care where you're going. When you get to the destination and you go inside, it's like 80 degrees on the inside. And I used to wonder, why do Alaskans just wear a fleece coat with their winter gear and big gloves? Now I know why. Because no matter where you go, it's hot when you get inside. So anyway, it's cool. But it's beautiful. I live in the foothills of the Chugach Mountains. And the view here is just amazing. I look out my back window and it's literally a forest. So that's been a real blessing. Real blessing. And it's just Mm. 
so peaceful. It's it's lovely. So gorgeous. Eighty degrees so gorgeous. with five feet of oh. snow. <laughs> just a few toe steps away. Right. It just it doesn't jive too well together. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's I know you're going to be comical. interviewing Jordan in just a little bit, but I have to ask yeah. this question. What is the heating bill or electric bill like? Is it just outrageous when you do keep the interiors at like 80 and outside you've got five feet of snow, or how does that work? Well, this is how it works. Um, I, I prefer cooler house temperatures. I'm more content 65, 66 degrees, because I, I would prefer to throw on a – sweater or wrap up in a yummy blanket versus, you know, sweating. So it's kind of like when you live in Arizona and you're paying that air conditioner bill in the summertime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is the other end of the scale. So you just learn to get creative, you know. Yeah, you learn to get creative and leave the temperature, the heating temperature at a manageable place. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's beautiful. Yes. So, is our guest here? Our guest is here. Uh, I'm oh, going to lovely. mute myself and leave you two for an awesome hour. So have fun, and I'm here if you need me. Okay, beautiful. All right. So, everyone, I would like to introduce my guest tonight. Her name is Jordan Gray. And Jordan, welcome to the show. How are Hi, you? Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much. I'm so sorry I was having problems with the Chrome. <laughs> oh, you know, yes, and that's why, yes, understandable. So I'm glad that you came the phone route, and here you are. That's what matters. Great. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. How thank, are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing really good. It's been a good day. It's been. We had a little bit of snow today, which was really nice to get that purity in here. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, have the kids today, so it's been a really nice day. How about you? Oh, very well, very well. I received some awesome news today, and it was excellent, and it's it's for something personal yet exciting, and I will likely be sharing it um, at a different time on a different platform, but I just had a fantastically wonderful day today. Just thrilled about it, absolutely thrilled. And uh, I was sharing earlier I don't know if, if you heard but we were without snow and I thought how is Alaska without snow you know because I'm, I'm just I'm just a little over two years here you know I'm not a long time Alaskan like so many people are and you know up till last Wednesday it's like geez Louise dry as a bone you know we had a couple of snowfalls but it was that real wet snow where it evaporates mm-hmm. in the first 24 to 48 hours you know, it's like, it's yeah. pretty and then it's gone. And then it's pretty and then it's gone. Well, last week I was thinking, well, where is winter? Oh, winter came. <laughs> yeah. So we got three feet one night and about a foot and a half to two feet the next night. And so we're now in winter. So it's like I was sharing with Garrett, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you just right, might get it. Right, manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, Jordan, I'm I'm just so excited that you're my guest tonight. And I would like to share with all the listeners that Jordan came to me by way of uh, a previous guest, Mr. Michael Ferraro. And he had shared a little bit about Jordan with me. And he never really said too much <laughs> about what you do do. But, um, <laughs> but, with, but with Jordan, I found 
I just, you know, honestly, I found your work to just be so powerful. And uh, regarding the concerns and the issues that I had going on, oh, my goodness. You know, I think we worked together, what, back in April, May, something like that? Yeah. It was it was earlier in the year, and I have to say, I want to share this with everybody, too. You know, energy healing is interesting, and it's fantastic. And there's many of us who facilitate healing, and we just all, we do it the way according to what our gifts are. And, um, you know, I had received your healing, and I just... It's really neat because I want you to know that one thing led to another, led to another. It led to, um, of course, um, on an emotion in my emotional body, definitely a lot of energy was rearranged. And then I thought to myself, okay, this is really naming this thing called trauma, and it's time to deal with this now on a physical body level. And so then I um, found my way to the doctor and started just handling, you know, just routine things, routine blood work, get this checked, get that checked, so on and so forth. And um, in more recent days, it led to a fairly dramatic change. And for about two weeks, I was in a pretty dark place until today. And then today the sun came out with good news. So that's great. So anyway, I'm sharing this because sometimes, you know, in the journey of energy healing, I think that we sometimes take for granted of, oh, I feel better. Yay. And yes, we do. And I don't discount that whatsoever. Yet myself, like others who do this work too, we forget it's not just we feel better. <laughs> it's going right. it's flooding. It's flooding all so many areas of our life, and we don't know how that's going to play out. And so for me, it actually played out in a uh, in my physical body in a physical manifestation of a sum total of a very specific and particular kind of trauma and then very recently here it read it led to the releasing of that and then it was identified okay well there's some concerns with this releasing and then today was the great news of no everything's clear all is good everything's wonderful so so that was great so I'm sharing this because you know you're healing for me began you were one of the pieces that um oh how do i want to describe it you were one of the very pivotal um places people experiences that helped me to reconnect with me in the way that was so needed and especially with the divine feminine energy and to bring back into balance the divine feminine the divine masculine within myself so i just wanted to share that with you jordan because it's just been such a powerful experience and then today of all days 
for us to have the show today and for me to have gained the response of, you know, woohoo, you know, all the party poppers are going off and, you know, what do we say, sunshine and unicorns, everything, everything happened today and it's like, oh, cool, and Jordan is my guest and she was, you were one of my pivotal people to help me, help facilitate me to begin walking down a path that I thought, I don't want to open that door. You know, so I thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that with me. I'm so glad to hear that you've made so much progress and really gotten into the depths of the issue and it really was able to transform things for you. It's pretty amazing how the universe works, right? Out of all days, today you get that news, and today we're we're talking together on the radio show. (laughs) Yeah. I just love that. I do Um, too. Yes. Something that's really interesting that I noticed, and I've noticed this within my own healing journey, is that it's almost like the deeper you go, the physical issues start to arise. I feel that once you reach a certain level of healing, then it actually starts to show itself in your physical body because I, I see that within myself. It's like the deeper I go, the further I go, the more work I do, I end up seeing it and feeling it in my body, and it's really interesting. You're confirming that for me as well with with what you've been saying. Um, I think that's a very interesting correlation in in the healing world that not a lot of people think about. I know that for myself, Mm -hmm. I can't handle foods like I used to be able to. Even just simple foods like non-organic foods really affects me. Um, Right. It's really interesting how we become so sensitive and so in tune to ourselves that we really can't handle that much. Um, I guess toxicity would be a good word. Um, you start to just become very hypersensitive. I don't know if, if you've shared that same experience over the years. I have. Um, there are... And it can be the simplest of things that my sensitivity is so high, I just can't do it. For example, with the recent surgery that I had, you know, doctors are always ready and willing to hand out narcotics, right, as a prescription. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I'm letting you know right now, and I promise you this script will not be filled. Well, why is that? I said, because it hurts my bones. I said, Mm -hmm. it physically, literally hurts my bones. Well, I want Mm -hmm. you to alternate between ibuprofen and Tylenol. And I said, I can't take Tylenol. It makes me sick. And (laughs) so it perplexed, I perplexed the medical community and they're like, yeah, okay. uh Uh-huh. All right. (laughs) So, so then today, you know, with the final meeting, um, how was your pain? And I said, I, I, am and have been pretty much pain-free. I said I have a slight stiffness. I said in a 24-hour cycle, it might be six ibuprofen, if that. And so they're, now they know, like, okay, <laughs> we're just going to put that off to the side. But, yes, yeah. my sensitivities, and this is not the only area. At this moment in time, it's the most relevant area, but when I look at certain foods, uh, once upon a time, very recent, I absolutely have enjoyed tomatoes, and now that's that's off the board, mm. and they're going out the window. And so, yes, I find that 
how do I want to say, the more that we're expanding in our emotional body, mental body, the physical body starts to get in tune. And it's like, I find it to be, it compares to being a constant state of calibration. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think when we think of energy work, a lot of times we don't really think about the physical body being a part of that. Right. It's right. Like we, mm-hmm. For the majority, we think of energy work as oh, clearing energies and and traumas, which is definitely a part of energy healing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's I think maybe why it's coming up because I know that this is coming up for a lot of different healers with the whole food sensitivity and different sensitivities that they can't handle. I almost wonder if it's another um, evolution of energy healing is being able to recognize the holistic aspect that it really does. Affect take a huge part into your body as well that it's all integrative right body mind and soul i know sometimes we think of the body as very separate um you know it's more physical it's tangible we can experience it as whereas you know energy healing and mental you know um, what we think of is not quite so tangible and so i think this is this holistic approach kind of coming together for everyone to recognize how important it is to put good things in your body, even on your body. You know, I know that I'm extremely sensitive to makeup that may have chemicals in it um, or anything. If I put it on my skin, I start to get really sick within about an hour, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really important tool uh, being aware of when we're talking about energy healing. That, to be honest, I, you know, took me a long time to really quite understand. The connection. Oh, I'm sorry. Did we disconnect there? Oh, <laughs> I I lost just a couple of words of what you said. You were saying it took you a long time to understand. Yeah, I just it took me quite a, a little bit of time to really understand and integrate the importance of body work being a part of my spiritual journey and being a part of energy healing. That it wasn't just this approach coming from a spiritual perspective. That it's it's really this holistic approach integrating all aspects of ourselves, you know, body, mind, and soul. And I think that that's something that I see a lot is the neglect of our physical body and not mm-hmm. giving it as much attention as maybe what we would our traumas and our energy work and all these different things. So it's really neat and interesting to see kind of the collective as a whole kind of going through this experience and being made conscious of how important it is to treat their bodies well. Oh, absolutely. And so, Jordan, I would like to ask, and I believe the listeners would be interested as well, what helped you to open the door? What made you decide or what happened in your life that this path unfolds for you to bring you where you are today? What does that look like for you, like from the beginning? So, or was there a I, moment in time? Yeah. Yeah, it actually started from the beginning. I was one of those individuals that was just born with these gifts that I honestly wasn't even aware of were gifts when I was younger. Um, you know, I remember being five years old and laying in bed, and my brother and my mom were talking or playing or doing something outside of the bedroom. 
and I was literally floating. I was leaving my body, and I was encompassing the entire bedroom as I'm listening to them. And to me, that was just normal. That was something wow. I could do at, it, at any time that I wanted to. Um, and I never thought about it. It was just inherent in who I was, you know, being able to know what people are thinking and feeling in almost every situation. Um, that was just who I was. I didn't really know it was unique until I got older. Um, and you know, as you get older, your gifts sort of start to shut down because you maybe aren't in the best environment. You know, there's people, no one's really talking to you about, oh, you, you have psychic gifts and you're leaving your body, right? I mean, prior to pretty much nowadays, that wasn't even very common. People didn't even really know about a lot of this. Um, so I grew up and about 13 years old, my mom sent me to an energy healer and I started seeing her. We did energy work every month for about 13 years. And that is what I attribute my mm. evolution to. I, I think that that is why I evolved at such a young age. And I didn't realize it at the time. At that time, it was just very normal for me. Go in, talk to Linda, do some energy clearing wherever there is in my body that I'm holding on to some negative stuck energy. You know, she would help me clear it and focus on affirmations and different um, energy bubbles coming through my body. Um, and so I had 13 years starting at a young age really developing those skills, um, really developing visualiz visualization skills that I think is a huge factor of being a successful practitioner. Um, and so in my early 20s, I went and studied psychology at Cal State LA in Los Angeles and received my bachelor's degree in developmental psychology. And meanwhile, I was also studying with a professor who was very advanced in psychoanalysis. And so I had a very well-rounded approach of psychology, and I was really interested in why people do things, what makes people you know, want to do the things they do and think the, the ways they think. And um, instead of, I, I went on and did my first semester at a master's program. And meanwhile, I had discovered Reiki classes. And mm. I finished my first semester and decided that this wasn't the right path for me, but Reiki was. So I went in and did all of my courses from Reiki 1 to Reiki Master Teacher. Within a couple of years, I did crystal healing certifications. Um, I did as much as I could within a few years until my, at that time, boyfriend and I decided to get married and have a couple children. And then we moved out to, from Los Angeles to the Seattle area. And mm -hmm. when I was in the Seattle area, that's when I really started putting my practice um, into practice. That's when I became a professional healer and I worked at a local shop called Vision Quest in Everett, Washington, which was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, that's where I really got my experience. I worked with so many different clients. I was teaching classes from sh chakras to crystals to hosting meditations on forgiveness, and it was so beautiful, and I loved it so much. And things were going really well until COVID hit, and everything in Washington just pretty much shut down. And I kind of lost a lot of my growing business at that time. Um, so... 
we decided to pick up and get a fresh new start somewhere. So we moved out to northern Idaho, and that's where we currently are today. Uh, mm-hmm. We also have a bonsai tree company called Great Green Nursery where we sell bonsai trees and different plants, so we focus on that as well. But you know what? My passion is my work, is my being able to share everything I've learned. And as much as I love helping with the bonsai business, I really have to start going back into my passion, hence why I've kind of redesigned my business and started getting back into my work so that I can help the earth and her ascension process because we're really in it right now. We're really going through the thick of it, and I feel really deeply called to help in any way that I can. So I'm really stepping into that space. And um, I actually discovered a teacher. Her name is Barbara Buck. She works out of Oregon, and uh, I'm taking her multidimensional class on the multidimensional selves and, art and aspects of ourselves. And it has progressed me in ways that I didn't even know I could go within only, you know, a couple of months. Let's just say in my first two-hour class with her, it's all through Zoom, I was expanded tenfold, and it was almost like she gave me all the missing pieces that I felt I needed that I didn't even know I needed. You know what I mean? It was just mind-blowing. And now I'm able to step into a whole new realm, and I'm able to channel in energy that I didn't even know was possible. So I'm so grateful for everything I've been through. I've worked so hard to get here, and it's it's quite amazing to be able to experience um, this level of awareness. I'm, I'm very grateful for, you know, everyone to, that helped me get to this place in my life. That's beautiful, Jordan. And so at this point, if you would like to share with everybody, what is your website? How can we find you? Oh, sure. Um, Thank you. My website is um, glshealing.com. So it's short for Golden Light Source Healing. Um, And that's what I've redesigned my company name after because now that I'm tapped into a very pure source energy, I really want to be able to perform healing from that space. Hence why I've gone into Golden Light Source Healing. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And then I would like to share my website as well. It is journeywithstephanie.com. And feel free to visit my site. There's contact forms there. There's all kinds of neat things. There's some beautiful pictures of Alaska. So please visit my site as well. Now, Jordan, I love, absolutely love what you have shared. And Was there, usually on our journey, especially as energy healers, I I know that some people have an awareness that we go through our own unique experiences so that we essentially be, you know, it helps us to be better at what we do. We gain the insight, we gain the compassion, we gain the awareness, we gain the knowledge, we gain all of these experiences. Is there any one particular moment where you thought to yourself oh my goodness I don't know if I can come out of this and with that happening how did you help yourself out of it you know that's a that's kind of a tough question for me I I honestly can say 
I'm trying to think if there's been a time in my life that I felt so trapped in my darkness. There, there must have been a time that maybe I'm just not quite aware of at this time that sure. I felt I couldn't, I couldn't quite move forward. That something, I don't know if it's because I started working at a very young age and was given tools at such a young age that maybe I never quite felt that that feeling um, that you're mm-hmm. describing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there definitely have been pivotal moments in my journey that mm-hmm. made me realize I need to, um, you know, I need to really buckle up and really focus my intentions even harder on becoming the best version of myself. Um, and I think that that played out with just different relationships of mine in the past, um, different people that you know, caused pain and trauma in whatever ways. And I really just, I, the one thing, to be honest, I think that helped me the most through everything was journaling. Journaling is just such a powerful tool, being able to share your innermost, deepest feelings without judgment, being able to get it off of your chest. You know the phrase, getting it off our chest. It's really, you know, when you think about that energetically, you are. You're getting it off of your chest. You're, you're being able to remove some of that energy that you're carrying within you, within your heart space, right, that's causing pain. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm a huge advocate for writing and journaling and expressing your pain in whatever ways um, feels right to you. So I think that my, the tools that I've been given through life have really helped me to be able to continue moving forward. And also just uh, knowing that there's something greater, that I'm here for such a greater purpose than just to live in this existence, right? Like there's always been this calling inside of me that there's something I have to do. There's a mission I have to accomplish. And I think it took me a long time to really understand what that mission was. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. And yes to the pivotal moments. And I know in my I I know that the journey of life, the process of life brings us to these different points where it's it's like a reassessment time. It's a time of recalibration. It sometimes is like an initiation of okay you know okay Jordan you say you've worked on all of these things so now we're going to put you to the test a little bit (laughs) and it's like really (laughs) thanks (laughs) I got the lesson got the message I'm good (laughs) and the universe doesn't always work that way but anyway um at this point I would like to just take a moment and invite people to call into the show the number to call 323-657-1493 press one to get into the queue at this point in time um jordan i think we'd like to just open up the phone lines for one thing and take some calls so anyway um again i'm just going to invite people to call in if you have that one burning question what is it and again one question please be very specific one topic the number to call is 323-657-1493 
and press 1. And Garrett, our producer, will be happy to screen your call and put you through. So at this point, I would just like to say hello again to Garrett. And, hello. And, uh, I'm Here loving Jordan as a guest tonight. I, I could listen to her all evening long. So um, <laughs> yes. thanks for having her on, Stephanie. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> so we do have a caller. It's uh, We have Rosemaria calling tonight, and she's calling about love. Rosemaria, welcome back to Journey with Stephanie. You're live with Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you, Rosemaria? I'm doing a lot better. <laughs> oh, good, good. What is your question tonight? What can we help uh, you with? Whatever's coming in for love or for uh, job-wise coming in. I'm working on both. Okay. Okay. Um, well, let's see. When I look at this, the first the first area, the first subject that comes in is actually your love life. And... Let's see here. I, I'm i familiar with you, so I know that you have been doing some work to manifest, bringing love into your life. And I still have a sense that you will be meeting someone fairly soon. And I think that it's going to be not so much holiday time. I know for a lot of people, um, especially when we're single, it's like, oh, I would love to have someone at the holidays. And sometimes that works that way, sometimes not. I'm seeing more so someone coming in in the new year. And for you, the new year literally meaning January, possibly February. And, you know, Jordan had mentioned writing, that she writes in a journal. And one thing that I like to encourage people to do when they work with me is to make your list and Think about what it is that you would like to manifest with this person, you know, not just a hot person or a good looking or whatever, are those qualities and to put them on paper, write them down. And as well as creating affirmations that are prefaced with either I am or I have. I am in a beautiful, wonderful, romantic relationship. I have the love of my life, and so on and so on. So there's still, even though we can look at things psychically, intuitively, there still is some legwork to do to, you know, for us to help ourselves to manifest. So on this note, I would like to pass you over to Jordan, and let's see what Jordan has for you. Hi, Rosemaria. How are you? Fine, are you? Good, thank you. Um, the one thing that that's coming up for me that I want to share with you is the more that we're able to let go, the more that we allow space for whatever is supposed to happen to enter in. And I know that that feels a little contradictory at times, but I think that there's an aspect that sometimes we create in our life where when we focus on something so much, Sometimes we tend to not allow the space for the right thing to come in because maybe we're focusing on um, too much of something instead of allowing the universe to make its divine pathways for us. So 
I just kind of wanted to give you a gentle reminder to just let go and to allow and to just keep doing your affirmations and keep setting your intentions and setting your space, but to also allow the divine to do its, its work and its magic and to listen to the messages. You know, the universe is always speaking to us and is always giving us little messages here and there, whether it's through numbers, you know, synchronistic numbers, or maybe you look up in the sky and you see the, a shape in a cloud, or maybe you hear the message, hey, you need to go to the coffee shop, or you need to go take a walk right now somewhere. And you never know where they're trying to guide you, what's in front of you if you listen to that message. So just wanted to give you that reminder. Okay, cool. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rose Maria. Have a great night. Thanks, Thanks as always. Thanks. Take care. You too. And All Stephanie. Right. Yes. Back to you, my dear. <laughs> Here we are again. Um, Jordan, I would like now I know I know how you work. However, mm-hmm. Our listeners don't. So what can you, what would you describe? Like, you know, so they reach out and Jordan, I need help. I need a session. How does that work? How, how do you conduct your sessions? What happens in a session with you? So every session is different. Um, it, I'm always guided to whatever that person needs at that time, but it is very flexible because I have a wide range of skills that I practice. So the first thing we do is we just check in, you know, where are you? What is going on? What do you need healing with? What do we need to release? And then I go through and I tap in and I make a intuitive plan based upon your needs. Now, a plan is a very, that's a more of a structured word. However, it is very much guided by the flow of what's needed, which I know you understand what I'm talking about, Stephanie. Um, right. But it's, it's very, it's just so unique for everyone. Um, depending on what that person would need, I would, if, it's, if we're doing a virtual session, I will guide them through specific um, layers of their energy field that they may have stagnant energy trauma that's been stuck that needs to be released you know many times when we work through problems and traumas we reach a certain point with our trauma where we understand it we understand why we're experiencing this why we have these problems still coming to us but there's kind of that missing link as to but why can't I fully let it go and just be free of it. And that's where energy healing comes in. And so what I like to do is to come in and find where within the field do we have that stagnation? Where Where is it that you cannot see as the client that I can help assist you in being able to see it and release it? And so if we're talking about trauma healing, what I'll do is I'll assist you in being able to tap into that trauma locate where it is within or surrounding your body and then together we will release it and free it from you so that you can continue forward and be able to go back into your most authentic pure self um that's that's a very uh, general idea of what i do for energy healing uh for doing trauma healing 
there's also mm-hmm. many different things. It's like if someone comes to me and is like, I feel like I have this purpose. I feel very stuck in my life. I'm not doing what I know in my heart is what I'm supposed to be doing, but I can't find the answers. I don't know where to go from here. So what I would have them do is I would guide them through an energy clearing where we would balance and align all of the chakras, all of their energy bodies. And then from there, I would tap in and with them, because it's really important for me that I'm working with my client's source light, right? So we're working together to find whatever it is we're looking for. So I would then go in with that client into their source light, and we would together journey and find whatever it is the message that needs to come through. So a lot of the time with like higher self-activations, which I love to do for people that are stuck and feeling like they have this greater purpose that they can't find, is to be able to guide them into their higher self so that they're actually going through the experience of ascending and ascending into their higher dimensions, their higher frequencies, because that's something that not the everyday world gives us tools to do. So sometimes we just need a little encouragement, a little boost to help get us into that higher space. And then we know what it feels like. And then eventually over time, we can do it without guidance, right? So that's, that's always my goal as right. a healer is to be able to take you into the aspects of yourself that you can't go alone at this time in your life and to also give you the tools so that you can learn how to do it so that you don't need me to help you get there. That's a really important aspect of my healing. That's beautiful. Absolutely. So at this point, I understand that we've got another caller here. So, oh. Garrett, let's go ahead and bring our next caller on the line. Cool. Grace, welcome Hello. to Journey with Stephanie. You are now live with Stephanie and Jordan. Go ahead, please. Okay. Well, I have an arbitration tomorrow and uh, of a grievance that I filed at work. And I wanted to see if you had any suggestions um, for me or recommendations um, when I go in there tomorrow. Arbitration. So this is of a legal matter then, is that correct? Yeah, I filed a grievance yeah, around um, my job title and yeah. Okay. Um, I would, the first thing that comes to mind here is First and foremost, and this is the energy healer in me speaking, um, number one, ask for source for creator to fill you with love and surround you with love. Secondly, emanate that love and ask for love to be sent to the hearing, to all of the paperwork involved, to all of the decision makers, and hold the intention for the highest and best outcome. And okay. So I have that to share with you. Jordan, what would you suggest here? So what's funny is that that's actually what came to mind was 
first thing that came up was about just connecting into source. I think that, Stephanie, everything you said pretty much pinpoints it. Just making sure to set that intention when you start your day to really ground into the energies of the earth, to really do some grounding exercises. Um, I'm not sure if you're yeah. familiar with that. Yeah, to do, so to make sure we're doing our grounding exercises, breathing into all of our bodies, all of our energy, aligning with the above, and just setting the intention that um, all that happens happens for the highest good of everyone involved and for a peaceful yeah. outcome. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. That's beautiful. And, thank you, Grace. And so, yes, thank you, Grace. And I would just like to follow up by saying um and it's it's cool that jordan and i are on the same page with this when we set the intention for any situation good bad otherwise the best thing that we can do is call upon god you know whatever term you choose to use it's okay we're setting the intention that something greater than us the divine is coming in to set the tone and to saturate and fill the situation to fill ourselves with the energy of love also calling in the angels asking for assistance one thing that people may not realize is the angels are here with us all the time however the way they work is this they are only authorized to stand by and watch. It takes us inviting them in to actually act on our part, whatever it is we need. Do we need comfort? Do we need love? Do we need balance for that type of a uncomfortable, sticky situation? You know, especially those places and times such as graces, those type of experiences that just feel very uncomfortable. I love to use the word crunchy because it's like it's those experiences that just leave us like, I don't know what this is, but I'm just going to ask for every crack and crevice to be saturated and filled with love. And that's one of the best ways ever to just reset the energies. So... Anyway, bringing it back to you, Jordan, I have another question for you. So so we've learned and heard from you about your sessions, like what you do during a session. What about how do you prepare for your session? What are you doing ahead of time? And does that mean, oh, okay, I've got so-and-so coming up in 20 minutes and go, or do you find that from the time the person connects with you, the energies start coming in? And, and before you answer, I would like to share that with me from the time I hear from someone. And even if we set up an appointment and it's still another two weeks out, that information is already coming in. That information is already processing for them on their behalf. And I don't know what your experience is, but I find that to be true so that when I sat down to connect with a person, I've spent time ahead of time. So there's the information that is downloaded that comes in, you know, from the point of contact. And then on that particular day, boy, I wake up and that information is just flooding 
<laughs> depending on their, you know, depending on the nature, depending on whatever the cover story is for their moment in time at this place and time. So how does that work for you? How do you prepare for doing your work? So a lot of my preparation comes from a daily spiritual, mental, physical practice that I follow, which is to keep my vibration as pure and high as possible. And so I do everything I need to do to to stay in that space, to be able to maintain that frequency. And when I have someone come in for session, I, ta- I make sure to do everything in the morning, all of my my work, right? My I, I do a lot of golden light immersion where I mm-hmm. flood my energy body with golden lights so that I can be as pure as possible. And I have found in doing so, I don't actually need to protect my energy like I used to do when I would practice more Reiki. I would actually, you know, imagine the energy bubbles surrounding me, but now I imagine I, I, I know my, my light from within is now shining outward so bright that nothing can, can come inwards, right? So mm-hmm. first and foremost, that's where I kind of start. That's where everything is founded upon. And then from there, before going into session with someone, you know, my life is extremely busy. I have, may have, you know, 15, 20 minutes in between. So I've really learned how to... I, it's, it's important for me to focus in right before the session to I connect into my gold light frequency, into my pure source frequency, and then I ask for the benefit for whatever is needed for that person to come through at such a strong level that they receive the healing at whatever level they need it and to make sure uh, that it's coming through and activating their own internal light so that they are also learning and growing and evolving and becoming their own teachers. Um, And that really takes me out of the equation. It really kind of sets the ego aside for me so that I can maintain as pure as possible. And then immediately when going into session with someone, I will be shown very clearly exactly what is needed. And as I've been practicing the more of a multidimensional approach where I'm starting to envision the actual light bodies, the seven different layers that surround an individual, I then am now starting to see as soon as we go into session, I can see within which layer the blockage that is coming up for release is in. So... Mm -hmm. It's very in the moment. It's very, um, it's very. What's the word I'm looking for? It, not. It's very intuitive, absolutely. But it's also just very pure. It's just instinctual. I just really try to tap into exactly what's going on at this exact moment. And it's funny. Right now, I'm looking at a spiral that's in my room, and that just really fits exactly what I'm trying to express. all the twists and turns and the layers and so you know with you describing the beforehand what happens with you 
afterwards, like you've prepared, you have held this very unique and special session for the person. And now, you know, now comes where, you know, there's what we call an energy break. Um, you separate, you're now off of the phone or off of the camera. What happens then? What, what are, what steps do you take for yourself? First of all, for your own self-care, but secondly, which should be first and primarily, how do you do your disconnect or what is your process afterwards? And also, do you ever give your clients homework? I'm curious about that too. Mm, yes, yes. yes. Absolutely. I'm a huge homework advocate. Yay. (laughs) Any one of my clients that have been with me long term know that I will be assigning you different exercises and lessons for you to do. Um, But the first question was, how do I close off? So I do a separation technique where I send the person all of their energy space. I always give my client a hug on the higher realm and we thank each other for working together and then we separate and they go back into, their energy goes back all the way 100% into them and then my energy goes back 100% into me. And then after they leave, I do just a nice little um, beautiful golden light clearing through the room and through my energy field and really grounding. I go through a few mantras that I use And then I'm sure you experience this as well, but I always end up feeling just so amazing after any energy session. It's it's almost like it feels like I received energy work during any session I ever participated. And then depending on what I have to do after that, I either have to continue on or I get to sit and nestle into that space and sit into meditation because that is when I am of my highest frequency is immediately after a session. So my favorite thing to do is to go into meditation um, or to participate in maybe hosting a meditation or doing something where I can utilize that frequency into sharing it with the world. I think that's fantastic. I I understand so much of, I relate to everything you're saying. You know, it's so exciting, for example, when we have these breakthroughs during a session. And I agree with you. Every session is unique and different, you know, because it's tailored to all these different beautiful spiritual beings. Having this human experience, everybody's different. Everyone's needs are different. And I love, love, love for people when those dots are connected and they have that Hail Mary moment is what I call it, where it's like in that moment, everything is connecting and all of the sensors are connecting. And it's this huge aha, like, oh, my gosh, there it is, you know, and I get so excited for them. And afterwards, you know, after the disconnect and now we are off the call. It's so exciting. And yes, I agree with you. It really does feel like we just went through something too. It's like (laughs) we just received this beautiful hydration, first of all, of energy, because, you know, as we facilitate, we receive too. So there's this beautiful exchange of energy that takes place on another level. And I know that when we facilitate, when we're helping people to connect with themselves, 
it's so powerful and so fantastic. In some calls, I feel like I get off the phone and I'm walking 12 feet off the ground, right? (laughs) And it's exciting. And yet it's also important, though, to remember to close down. Um, one of the one of the modalities I learned uh, is called spiritual response therapy. And I learned it 21 years ago from the person, the originator of that modality, who's since passed on. And um, it was so exciting. But one of the, I don't want to use the word, but, and one of the things he taught us was as the session comes to the close, he he probably was more emphatic about the closing down process than the actual opening clearing process. It was like he was very, very, very hard on us as far as how we prepared and all of the steps that we needed to take to make sure we were connected, we're neutral. Are we clear to work? Are we working with source? If there was a no on any of those, oh, back to the drawing board, go clear yourself first. Then we do that same process with the client. And then coming to the end of the process, and, you know, we determine through the, with the pendulum and the charts, okay, everything's complete. We've looked at everything. And then it's like, okay, it's time to close down. There's a, there continues to be a very deliberate process for that as well. And most importantly, to help get the person, I, I like to use the words back in their body, get them grounded, mm-hmm. bring them back fully present yet again, because we are the spiritual being having this human experience. So anyway, Jordan, it's just been so fantastic to have you on. And please share with us again your website. Um, yes, thank you, Stephanie. It's been really wonderful to be on. I really appreciate being able to speak with you. Um, my website is glshealing.com, um, and it's been wonderful, really. I'm so excited. I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy to have had you on tonight. And my <laughs> website, of course, journeywithstephanie.com. And I would like to share with everybody, this is really exciting. In just a couple of very short weeks on my next program, Journey with Stephanie, guess who I'm having on? Your uh, mom. My mom? She's my next guest. So it's super exciting. I knew you wouldn't know, but I just wanted to share that with you. And and it, it, I'm so excited. So um, uh, on my next show, we will get to learn, you know, a different aspect of you, of course. But um, I'm I'm just super excited to bring her on. She's got something really neat and brewing, and I'm excited to have her come on and share about it and the beautiful gifts that she's bringing into the world. So anyway, Jordan, I love your work, and I'm just so happy that you agreed to tonight, and I love how everything lined up. 
everything lined up, including my super great news today. And it's like, oh, and Jordan is my guest and the show is tonight. So I just want to take a moment now to just thank everyone for listening. Thank you, everyone. Again, if you would like to connect with Jordan, please go to glshealing.com. If you would like to have a session with me, please go to my website, journeywithstephanie.com. Thank you again, Jordan, and I would love to have you on again in the future as a guest. Of course. I would love to. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I can't wait You're to hear the good news. Yes, I'm happy to share. All right. Have a great night. You too. Bye. All right. Bye.